Good day, everybody. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio. Thank you once again for making us a part of your day. Today's discussion, thyroid concerns on episode 143. What are the possible signs and symptoms that you may have thyroid dysfunction? What are the underlying causes that we know of clinically? What you can do from a nutritional and dietary lifestyle change to improve overall thyroid function. Today, this episode, episode 143 on Total Wellness Radio. Hello and Hi everybody. welcome. Welcome back. It's our happy new year. Happy new year. This month's almost over. Oh my already. gosh. Is it's it me crazy. or did you blink? And it's... It's gone. Technically, I think today is our last... Or no, tomorrow is our last day of phase one. Well, not for me, but... Are you going to stay on phase one? Yeah. Are you? Well, like long I'm term? On... No. No. Okay. No. Well, I mean... On I'm staying... Off. I'm going to keep doing my yeah. food logs. I think these are... Hey, Molly. Hey, Leo. Thanks hey, for Molly. joining us. It's Lee. He goes by Lee. Oh, sorry. He's, Lee. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we're, today um, we're talking thyroid health. We are. We are. And last night's class was amazing, by the way. If you haven't been mm-hmm. to the Nutrition 101 class, like there's over 20 handouts that we give to people. Um, in fact, I brought... We're going to actually post a picture of the overview of all the content for... That's the stuff we get. It's a, a list, like 15 different... Handouts. It's a really good class. If you've never it done it, basics. you need to do it. It's really important. If you're not local, let me know. Yep. If um, if you are here and you've already done the class and you want to do it again, do it again. Yep. Um, we actually recommend you get a refresher every 6 to 12 months. Yep. Um, so if you haven't done that, let us know. We'll get you in the next class. We have it every month. Yep. It's a really important. Yes. Really important. Mm-hmm. Okay, so today we're talking thyroid. Yes, we are. And um, this is a big one. This is like a hot topic, right? Because I know I see a ton of people on thyroid medication. Yeah. Um, and so what we want to talk about today is like most common symptoms um, or, you know, signs, things you want to look for, right? Like yeah. how to evaluate, how you evaluate if that's under stress, mm-hmm. um, possible Sandy. causes. And then we're going to talk about, you know, realistic steps of what you can do. Yeah. Right. Things that you um, can do. and we should also add, we're not, um, we're not recommending anyone self-diagnose right. a thyroid. Um, we're yeah, just don't. saying if, if some of these things resonate with you, you should reach out to your local practitioner. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the uh, don't Google, don't do the cyber uh, what is that cyberchondriac <laughs> googling it and yeah, figuring it out that symptoms. way. Um, yeah. In fact, and I know Sandy's been a client of ours for many many years, and she moved uh, away out of the area. Um, if you have questions or comments or concerns about stuff, we have like literally nine hundred different protocols for all kinds of different concerns that would allow us to at least point you in the right direction maybe, mm-hmm. looking at some dietary uh, things that you can do, some nutritional applications that you can use, whether it be herbal or whole food uh, approaches. So there's, you know, there's, we always want to make sure that we, people remember mm-hmm. we're a resource. Yes. Right? Yes. And, just and, because so, you and we make a lot of referrals, ton of referrals. as well. We, we have contacts all over the world, yep. not even just the country, but the world. And so we make referrals all the time. Um, and, and so let us know. Reach, feel like you can reach out to us. Yes. Um, so what are, like, what are some common signs of, hey, maybe something's going on with my thyroid? You know, the biggest ones that we see can be, you know, common signs, hair loss. Mm-hmm. 
a below average temperature. Person feels cold all the time. Cold hands, right? Um, constipation, headaches, dizziness. Um, these are some of the more common things. Or their skin gets real dry mm -hmm. and flaking. It doesn't matter what they do. And I know we live in Wyoming, right? And it's dry out there. Yeah. And it's windy. And we're going through like the last week or so. We've had some Arctic blasts that are crazy. The, the bottom line is is that there's lots of different things that can contribute to that dry skin issue. Weather's not, is obviously right. one of them. Um, but we see it a lot here. And we, we live in a part of the country that's referred to as the goiter belt, right? Right. We, we live in an area where we're, we don't have the influence of either the eastern or the western seaboard, right? And when we get those things... Um, yeah, Sandy's <laughs> tracking. <laughs> yeah, fatigue, big time. Fatigue is a huge one for that. So we don't get the influence of natural occurring vegetables in our diet that have iodine. So like dulse and kelp, um, bladder rack, which is an herb, that's another uh, algae, right? Uh, we don't usually eat those kinds of things or we're not eating enough fish, um, you know, that can contain the, the iodines that we need and the natural occurring nutrients that make thyroids healthy. Yeah. So we live in an area where the thyroid will actually explode in terms of size mm -hmm. and it'll actually try to enlarge. The reason we get goiters or the reason people can get goiters is because the, the organ itself, the gland, is trying to enlarge and capture more blood flow. It's trying to get more and more out of the blood as it comes through. Hmm. So it will actually increase in size to try and do that and capture uh, the nutrients that it needs uh, to support its function. And um, a real, in, a simple little observation test, most chiropractic offices or offices that carry standard process products um, will have a little vial. It's a solution, it's 2% iodine solution. Yeah. And you just paint a little two inch circle. We have it in our office. Yep, you can pop in, we can actually put it on there. It's an observation test where you can actually see uh, if that disappears, if it's absorbed in the tissue in less than 24 hours, that can be an indication of a mild need for some, some nutrition, iodine primarily. Um, people who, if it's less than 12 hours, it's a severe need, less than 8 hours, you really have a, a high need for some iodine uh, in, the, in, the, in the system. Every cell in the human body has to have iodine, so uh, that's an observation test. If it's absorbed quickly, that's kind of an indication that your body's like pulling that iodine in quickly. Um, but if it's there, even if it's just faded and just a little bit there after 24 hours, chances are you might be good in that area. Yep. So, uh, so those are the things that we, one of the things that we look at mm -hmm. and it's a real simple test. People can get it checked. I also just want to jump in real quick because I know we might have a few people watching and we may get some questions. Uh, for example, we might get a message that says something like, Hey, I, you've never had done that test on right. me. Why have you not? Yep. Well, in our office, we're focusing on what is the underlying stress on your body, right? What, and so sometimes what happens is, is we'll have, um, you know, some of these signs or even, you know, that thyroid acting up, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's where the the core problem is, right? There might be an underlying stress that is then creating this sort of like domino effect yep. affecting your thyroid. And so if we haven't given you that test, there's a reason because we're focusing on, on that underlying stress, which yep. oftentimes will then correct those things that are, are affected in that domino sequence, right? Correct. And a lot of the times with thyroid, it's part of a domino. It's not just the thyroid that's being impacted it's other things in the body so i just thought i'd throw that out there if you haven't gotten that there's a reason for that yeah mm -hmm. um Possibly. people that cry mm. 
real easily is another sign of iodine. Mm. So we can do an observation test, but also a behavioral test. Yeah. People that tend to just ride for no real reason at all, mm -hmm. that can be a sign of, uh, of iodine's lacking in the system. And if they have like a bitter or metallic taste, mm. that can also be enough. So just things to look for. Yeah. Um, these are things that we would ask someone clinically mm -hmm. to try to evaluate their personal health improvement plan and see if we need to add in some iodine. So. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think possible causes are? You know, the biggest causes that we see are diet-related, mm -hmm. that they're, they're eating foods that are not, or they're, they're nutritionally uh, de depleted, they're not mm -hmm. nutritionally uh, sound as far as supporting the body's performance as a whole. Mm -hmm. Thyroid's very, very uh, susceptible. Another thing, too, that you'll see is people whose immune systems are suppressed, and they get chronic, recurrent mm. immune challenges, right? Like these people that get strep four times a year, or... Um, you know, UTIs nine times a year. I had a gal that was getting a UTI when she came here mm -hmm. on an average, she was getting between six and eight UTIs and she was going on her 12th year in a row of UTIs. Mm. When we did our evaluation, we found that one of the key things to look for, which is candida or parasite activity, mm -hmm. that she had, she had both candida and um, bacterial weakness in her immune system. She was weak for these things to being active. And when we started addressing it, she would get better, and she didn't have any more actual like diagnosed UTIs from a medical doctor, but but her kidneys would never quite get you know where they were supposed to. And when we started the evaluation, finally brought on display thyroid, and we started uh, working on helping naturally support the thyroid, nourishing it so it could perform optimally. And uh, this was like over four or five years ago. She's never had a UTI return since. So, wow. so chronic immune challenges. Think thyroid. Here's why you have to think thyroid. From a clinical perspective, if the iodine is sufficient in the gland, four times an hour, all the blood in the body hits through that gland. It's rotated through there four times an hour. Yeah. And if there's pathology in the blood, it gets iodized. It gets exposed to iodine, weakening the pathology, making the immune system, right? Do its All job right. and perform. Yeah. So if the if it's lacking iodine, it can't weaken that pathology. Immune system gets overwhelmed. Chronic recurrent infections. And so it's not just a metabolic function of the thyroid that we look at, but also yeah. it's the immune system. Immune system function is huge. Fascinating. Yeah. And what they I know this is kind of a little sidebar, but with UTIs, do they they typically prescribe um, antibiotics, right? Yeah. Which then turns around, it, it gets you out of the gutter in that moment, yeah. but it turns around and feeds the problem, which is why they tend to be reoccurring. Yep. It so I just thought I'd throw that out there. It disrupts yeah. the good probiotics. For anybody that's ever going to have to be on antibiotics or if you've been on around or, you know, we're in the time of year where, it, unfortunately, people are having to resort mm -hmm. to that kind of thing in some, in some cases. Just remember, if you have to take an antibiotic... Always take the probiotics with it, right? Take some probiotics every day along with it because the antibiotics kills off the good bacteria. It disrupts that environment of the mm -hmm. gut. It slows down the bowels in most cases, makes people almost, you know, they go for, from a mild to, in some mm -hmm. cases, a severe constipation, mm -hmm. which then makes the yeast flare up even easier. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's all connected, right? And there's, mm -hmm. so it can become a vicious cycle. Yeah. Food allergies. They may be eating a good diet, but they could be sensitive to certain foods. Mm -hmm. And so we have to evaluate that as well. And there's a way to actually... Look who's joining us right there. Mr. Steve. Steve! Yay! How you doing, Steve? Thanks for joining we us. We miss you, Steve. We do miss you, Steve. Um, so what happens is, is we can identify very simply in a non-invasive way if there's some sensitivities mm 
showing yeah. up to certain foods or things in the environment, yeah. and then we can clear those. It's a desensitizing process that actually calms the nervous system down so it stops responding poorly to those foods. But if we identify those foods, mm -hmm. we have to clear it. We have to get a, a food avoidance for about 90 days is also mm -hmm. another one that's... Um, Eating the wrong foods is a big time possible And then may cause. need enzymes to help clear residuals in there. Perfect. And, yep. Yeah. Excellent. Digestive aids. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very common. B-complex nutrition, along with iodine, is something we check for. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the immune system. And you can have blood panels done. I mean, you can have, um, you know, like, mm -hmm. I like the health fair. I mean, not everybody is a fan of the health fair. I've had some people say, oh, they don't do a good job. or I don't know. In the time I've been in Cheyenne... I've been there. I had a good experience when I went there. Yeah. I always do. It's you know. inexpensive. Yep. You can have the results sent directly to you. Yep. Um, so if you... Or if you're seeing us in the office, you can have you can list us down and they'll actually uh, mm -hmm. email or fax me a copy confidentially mm -hmm. so that I can kind of look it over, give you an evaluation, you know, feedback. You have to remember, blood work is just chemistry. And chemistry's number one influence is diet, lifestyle, and stress. Mm -hmm. Those three components are going to throw the chemistry off every time mm -hmm. if they're not, you know, on point. Mm -hmm. So so what we want to do is, is find out why is T3, T4 not converting in the liver like it should? Why are you having, um, you know, why is cholesterol levels shooting up where last year it was 180, now it's 260, right? Mm -hmm. And it went up 80 points in a year. Why is that happening, right? Mm -hmm. I mean... And, and you can get thyroid stress showing up and it'll show in the cholesterol. Even if the T3 and T4 doesn't, markers don't show up, mm -hmm. and if, even if TSH markers don't show up. So then what happens is you become a subclinical case. This is what's really frustrating too. Mm -hmm. People will go get their blood work. They'll say, I'm right as rain on my thyroid. Everything's perfect. T3, T4, free T3, you know, TSH, everything's great. But I have all these symptoms that I know mm -hmm. are thyroid symptoms. And my cholesterol shot up 100 points this last year from my hmm. previous blood work. Right. That's 100%. The body's not utilizing fat properly, and that can be because of a metabolic function or dysfunction of the thyroid. So we have to be aware of those things and look at it. So understanding that blood work is not the... And the LBO. Yes, there okay. you go. Yeah. It's, it's one, one tool to use to evaluate, but taking that snapshot in that moment isn't always... 100% accurate of what's going on. It's not. But it can be a tool that we can use. Um, so what about things we can do? The number one thing that we look at with thyroid, we look at things like um, um, natural occurring minerals, right? Mm -hmm. There's products like uh, OBM, we call it. It's, it's uh, short for organically bound minerals. Mm -hmm. It provides sodium, potassium. It provides trace minerals. It provides a smidge of iodine. Um, some people are, you know, have also reported that they're like sensitive to iodine. Why? Well, he says everybody has to have iodine. I take an iodine. I'm allergic to it. No, you're not allergic to iodine because you have to have every cell in the body has it to have it. And if you don't, it's called you're dead. Okay, so it goes beyond being allergic, right? I mean, it's just that important. What people are getting confused about is that they're not allergic to the iodine, they're allergic to the protein that the iodine was delivered to the body in. And so you had a reaction to the protein that the iodine was bonded to. So we have to search mm -hmm. and find the right delivery system of that iodine for you, whether it be in a liquid form, whether it be herbal, whether it be, whether it be from uh, dulse or kelp, yeah, which is sea vegetables, yeah. a specific food your body will actually utilize that way mm -hmm. and not respond poorly to the protein that it's bonded to. Um, or that it's you know carrying it uh, to the system with. Mm -hmm. So those are the things you have to be aware of, is that everybody has to have iodine. We have mm -hmm. to. 
Um, also essential fatty acids. We'll check people for, we're very deficient. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Across the board, essential fatty acids, omega-3, 6, and 9s. Um, I know, feel I like, so much better when I take like, something. Like yeah. you take I do. A, I do a hemp oil in my smoothie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's flaxseed oil. There's hemp yeah. oil. There's tuna oil. There's cod liver oil. There's all kinds of different um, uh, flaxseed. Um, there's another one called borage. Borage oil is another yeah. one. You can get. They're very, very easy to get your hands on. They have um, easily like bioavailable uh, three, six, nine um, essential fatty mm -hmm. acids. When most people are deficient in threes, that's what we're mostly deficient in. Mm -hmm. uh, the standard American diet has sixes, uh, not much in the way of nines, but it's overwhelming in sixes, and threes are balanced out by getting, like you say, hemp oil or some kind of plant-based oil or some kind of fish oil, mm -hmm. and uh, that's what we use. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And that was also, I feel like, good examples of why why we shouldn't be googling things because yeah. like you're you're right you're talking about the iodine and figuring out what source is going to be best yep. for you yep. it's better for you to work with a, a professional right a practitioner yep. versus being on google and experimenting and then that's not even maybe what's it's something else and so yeah yep. um other things that are like easy to get your hands on there are things like grapefruit seed extract you can do a little mm -hmm. bit of that in your smoothie, just a little, you know, a couple of drops. Mm -hmm. You can do, you know, things like uh, ACEs. There's a product uh, called ACEs. I oh, really, yeah, I've heard you talk about that. Yeah, before, yeah. vitamin A, C, E, and selenium. Mm -hmm. These are also wonderful nutrients that we can use. I, I, I just try to get people to drink superfood every day. Right. I just try to, you know, that's like my go-to nutrient because it's one thing. Mm -hmm. It's 70% it's protein. It's got essential fatty acids in it. Mm. It's packed with enzymes. It's packed with B complexes, which most people are deficient in. Mm -hmm. You know, modern living is very convenient, but it's not very healthy. Right. You know, and so we really gives you an energy these. boost without having the oh, you know negative impact of energy drinks. Yeah, and the isolated garbage version of bees, right? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So it's good synthetic. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lifestyle applications. Yeah. Shall we just dive in on yeah. that? Let's do that. Lifestyle. Diet and lifestyle. There's lots more supplementation, but I always refer back to superfood because it's so broad spectrum, covers the, the largest mm -hmm. variety of specific deficiencies that you might be suffering from. Mm -hmm. It's easy to put into a smoothie. And, uh, you know, yeah, it takes, initially it kind of tastes like a freshly mowed yard, but, you know. Give it two or three weeks, the palate changes. You get used to okay, it. Okay, so what you do is you take one of my <laughs> recipes. Yeah, do one of hers. And you or make Craig's. it taste good until your taste buds have converted, and then you can back off of some of the sweeter fruits in there. But we don't recommend taking it straight because it it's a green mix. So it tastes yeah. like a green mix. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, just to jump back to uh, food sensitivities, we check mm -hmm. food sensitivities like that in our office. Yep. It's not invasive. We're not hurting you. It's part We're poking of the flow. You and, right? And yeah. so, no needles um, involved. Yeah. So just thought I'd throw that out there. You don't have to spend a bunch of money on one of the food sensitivity tests. That, yeah. um, again, your food sensitivities change. That's the other thing that people, I think, don't realize is they might do like a, a sensitivity test. Yeah. Like one of the blood tests. And, and so then they're thinking that I can't eat these foods for the rest of my life, and that might not be the case. They may just be sensitive for a certain period of time. So um, just so you know, we offer that as well. Sure. Other things in the diet. I assume vegetables are... Big, the biggest thing about the diet is to avoid processed or refined. And what that means is this. Mm. If it comes out of a bag 
or a can or a box and the label has more than three ingredients, chances are you're consuming something that has been denatured. It's not a real food. Mm. A real food, by the way, is the food that rots. If it'll rot, it's real, meaning it carries with it the genuine replacement parts for your body to restore, rebuild, and repair performance. If it doesn't rot, it's not a food. It's a filler. Might taste good, look good, make you feel good in the moment, Mm -hmm. um, and even in some cases make you feel satisfied. But two hours later, three hours later, whatever, or in some cases 20 minutes later, Mm -hmm. some people are like, oh, I need fuel, I need fuel, I need fuel. So watch the refined and processed stuff. Boxes, bags, cans, things of that nature. Uh, Never use a microwave. If you're using a microwave on real food, you might as well just eat the box it came in. Um, it's just destroy. I mean, it's just it's just destroying any value that it might have been able to give you. Yeah. Um, it's we got amazing. If you if you're concerned about it, or if you want to, well, what's he talking about microwaves? I use one. I've been doing. You know. Um, and I'm still see. Here's I the problem: is I'm still alive. The yeah. Right and right. But, but what internally the damage you may have done? You just don't you can check out. Uh, see it. We've got a write up on microwaves. You just ask for it. It's free for the asking. We'll get you a copy of it. Another person that's really good uh, that talks about the uh, the um, radioactive microbes that are produced through microwaving food is uh, Dr. McCauley. You can check out his site, type in microwave. He's got a wonderful mm-hmm. science-based write-up uh, on the challenges that we face mm-hmm. with using microwaves. Get rid of your microwave, get a convection oven. Does it take extra 10 minutes? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Takes an extra you 10 minutes. You actually get kind of used to it. Yeah. Um, I also, I have this idea, I think I'll do it this spring, is uh, get two plants. Here we go. Yeah, and put it by a microwave? No, no. I was going to, one gets fresh filtered water, mm, and mm. one plant gets microwaved water. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens. Do you think that would be fun? I think it would be a great exercise. Right? Are you going to take pictures of it like you would, yeah. in, like you did and the then, foods yeah, that you posted? Yeah, <laughs> Do you think that would be fun? That would be great. We need to do more of those little uh, experiments. Yeah. I say we. This one. Yeah. Just do more experiments. Yes. Here's a list of foods that I found interesting. Although one of them that's on this list that you're supposed to avoid if you have thyroid stress or thi- a sluggish thyroid or thyroid you know, issues. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts. Now you know why I don't These eat These are foods you cook. should eat. You should avoid. Oh, you should avoid. Yeah. If your thyroid function is low, you should need to watch. Limit foods that will slow down thyroid function. It's right there in black and white in our clinical wow. reference. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, spinach, kale, peaches, and pears. Okay, so as we're discussing this, because I know that the thought that is usually going through people's heads right now is, but what am I going to eat or what should I eat if I'm not supposed to eat processed foods that doesn't leave a lot? It actually does. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, we went through this yesterday with a client yep. where... Um, they, you know, have all these food restrictions. And yep. so what we did was we took the, the sort of menu, right? Yep. Approved food list that she's working off of right now. Yep. And then cross out the ones that now are food sensitivities or are on your list, right? That you shouldn't be eating right now and then see what's left over. Yep. And most of the time there's so many foods left over that we still can eat that are healthy and good for us. We just don't always realize that because that initial of like, oh, well, those are, right, those are healthy foods that I'm eating right now. So if you take those away, I won't have anything left. And so just thought I'd throw that out there if that's you. Take all of the things you do eat, right, or can eat, and then cross off the ones that are sensitivities or and then take what's left and go, okay, these are my options. And there's a lot more usually than we think there is. 
Yep. The, uh, the other thing too that will interfere with your body's ability, there's certain foods that will stand in the way of your body's ability to utilize iodine. So let's say you're a person that already takes some superfoods, you're doing some mm -hmm. things, or, or organic type minerals that have natural occurring iodine, you've been doing it for a long time and your thyroid still just doesn't seem to be performing well. You could be taking in the right materials, but then also eating foods that block the receptor sites of the thyroid and mm, it can't utilize. That's a good point. So yeah. you have to be aware of this too. Here's the foods that will block receptor sites. Turnips, cabbage, mustard, soybeans, peanuts, pin nuts, and millet will actually compete. Those grains, those, 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 those proteins will compete for uh, the receptor sites for the iodine to uptake. So you also want to avoid antihistamines and sulfa drugs, if at all possible. And the last thing on a dietary approach, other than what I know Becca's got more to comment on, but one of the things that I really try to get people to avoid is water that's been fluoride that's got fluoride or chlorine in it. Mm. Those block the receptor sites big time. So you could be eating good foods, maybe taking good supplements, mm -hmm. and your body can't utilize it because mm -hmm. the receptor sites of the organ are blocked. And so you start getting into this com competition, fluoride and chlorine block it. So always drink filtered water. Yes. Uh, we do filtered water here at the clinic. Mm -hmm. um, I have a gravity fed kind of unit that I use at home that has clay cylinders Berkey. that Berkey mm -hmm. that, that helps to filter that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we could be the doing- The Berkey's are really cool. You yeah. can put food coloring in it yep. and it will clean it out. Yep, you can put purple in the top or black and it comes out clear at the bottom. It absolutely, they work really good. And even like living in a city, where they supply your water and they say, oh, we've tested it and it's good. Mm -hmm. Well, they're putting fluoride in it. Yes, they are. They're putting chemicals in it. Yep. And just because they say it's good doesn't mean yeah. it's still good. So still filter your water. Ooh, there's an interesting question. Can anything be done if body no longer has a thyroid? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, this is a good one. That's a challenging one. You have to, there's two things you have to do on a regular basis. One is there's a product called herbal endocrine you have to take for life, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And then another product, um, which like foods like licorice, um, things of that nature, if the person's craving salt, then that's also an indication that the adrenals are crashing, trying to make up for the thyroid insufficiency, okay? So people that crave salt tend to have an adrenal insufficiency. So you have to get uh, products like Drenamin or DSF or... Something to help nourish the adrenals. Something that's going to help mm -hmm. nourish the adrenals and the rest of the endocrine system. You have to remember the thyroid is a part of an intricate orchestra, okay? Mm -hmm. There's 17 organs that make up the endocrine system. Pituitary is the one that is like the conductor. So if you think about a big orchestra of all these different instruments out there and the conductor's up there and the conductor's kind of telling everybody what to do and how to do it and, and guiding them so that it sounds good and makes harmonious music, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the endocrine system's the same way in that the pituitary is having to try and conduct and the flow of the endocrine system, okay. whether it be the immune system, metabolism, whatever, okay? Mm -hmm. um, hormones. So if the thyroid is gone... You have one of your 17 that's like one of the most intricate players there is, then you have not just the adrenals, but heart, spleen, liver, pancreas, all these pelvic organs for women especially mm. become, become stressed. So you have to start doing things to support the rest of the team better to make up for the loss of that member. Mm -hmm. The member of the orchestra is gone, and that's a really important one. So herbal endocrine, drenamin, DSF, um, or get tested. Get um, tested. 
if you can and you're in a situation where you have to rely on the pharmaceutical uh, intervention, mm -hmm. try to do your best to get like nature throid or mm. um, armor. A lot of people, you know, they say, I struggle with armor. I tried armor. It didn't work for, you know, whatever. Um, armor is a challenging one to get regulated to meet your body's specific needs. It's kind of like the pinpoint. Like to match up the right amount. But once you get it, once you get it, you know, no side effects. The bioidentical stuff has proven itself to be much safer mm -hmm. than Synthroid and Levothyroxine. Okay, these things have some nasty side effects. Mm -hmm. So, um, nature And nature thyroid, I've heard a lot of, I've yeah. heard, a, I've had a lot Wonderful of people that things. have been on that that were yeah. happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. We miss you too, Steve. Yes, we do. Steve will be talking today. That's awesome. And Good. last thing I think is just mild exercise is important. Yep. Try to not do the dramatic back and forth of not exercising and then going like Mach 10 all in 100% yep. killing my too body. Because then you're just creating that stress on that mm -hmm. body. Um, you want to try and have the consistent mild exercise in there. Yep. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Our next class is next Tuesday night, yes. 6.45, uh, clinic orientation. Yes. Intro class. Intro um, class. So if you have referrals you want to send, want to that's where they need to be do. in that class. That's the first it's step. It's easier for you to refer them to that class than try and go into explaining what we do. Sure. And um, and, and share the care. We share the care. The care's coming yes. online, too. Yeah. Um, so if you guys are interested in having your own private class for yep. we your organization, your, your church, your friends and family, whatever yep. it is, you can earn credit towards future services. And we come out and do a free class for you. It's it's private, right? It's yep. uh, We do demonstrations. It's awesome. You're so you have friends and family you care about or coworkers that you know need to see us. But you can't seem or to get the them message. down here, right? They just need to hear the message. They just need yeah. to hear the message. Let's get together. Uh, reach out to me. Drop a comment. And uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, you guys take care. Have a great Don't Wednesday. Don't forget to subscribe to Total Wellness Radio. The podcast. Thank you. Take care. Come on. Thank you once again for tuning in to Total Wellness Radio. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found tremendous value in today's episode. And by the way, don't forget you can tune in to us live on Facebook every Wednesday at noon-ish. Every Wednesday, noon-ish, at the Country Doctor Nutrition Center Facebook page where we share all kinds of additional natural health protocols to help you on your journey to natural health. So again... Thank you for tuning in and look forward to seeing you in the future.